everybody and welcome to this week's podcast. My name's Kimberly, and I'm founder of Casey Consultancy, which is an international hub for supporting early years teaching, training and inspiration. With all the work that we try to do, we're all about empowering early educators to be the very best version of themselves by creating that perfect blend of professional knowledge and development alongside valuing your self-care and well-being. So welcome. In today's episode, we're going to look at how you can be really efficient with your time, how you can use my strategies for creating a daily list of results that you need to get to make sure you're not putting off the things that you need to do to take you forward in your practice. And by doing this, it's helping you gain back some of your valuable time so that you can spend your Sunday afternoons playing with your children or meeting a friend for a coffee or indulging in some self-care for yourself. So let me tell you a little bit about how this podcast came about. So I woke up one day and I thought, right, I really want to make some Play-Doh today. I'd researched some really good natural recipes and I really wanted to explore making some natural colorings and some natural scents. And so I thought, right, that's what I want to do. That's how I want to start my day. But actually, when I stopped and paused, I thought, is this an action that will help me achieve one of my quarterly or monthly goals? And no, it wasn't. It wasn't on my weekly plan. It wasn't an action that would really move me forward in what I was trying to achieve. Yes, it would be fun to do. Yes, it might get my creative juices flowing. But really, is it something that I needed to prioritise right now and do? And the answer was no. So what I did was I had a look at my goals again. And if you've listened to any of my other podcasts or my morning show that I do live on Instagram, you'll know how I talk about how I plan my year. So let me just quickly refresh you on that. So I pick out three or four goals that I'm going to focus on for the year. I write them so that it's like I've already achieved them. So I might put on there, oh, I don't know, I have 5,000 followers on Instagram. I don't know. That isn't one of my goals, but that's how I might word it. And then from my yearly goals, I break them down into quarterly goals. And then from that, I break them down into the actions that I need to take to meet my quarterly goals. And I group those into a month. So within my month, I've got the things that I'm working on. And then for each month, I have my top three weekly actions that I will do. So that it all very much ties together and make sure that every action I do is tied into those overall yearly goals. It sounds really complicated. It sounds like it takes a lot of time to organize. And I'll be honest, it does. I probably devote about half a day to this at the start of every year. And I map it all out with my post-it notes and notebooks. I sit down with Matt, my partner, and plan out how it's going to look, what we want to do. Um, and these goals might be personal goals and they might be professional goals. But that's how I plan it out. So 
When it came to making Play-Doh that day, I looked at what my um, weekly top three were and making Play-Doh would have not helped me achieve any of those weekly goals. So I thought to myself, right, I want to make Play-Doh and I will make Play-Doh, but I'm not going to do it right now. Right now, I'm going to write my results list for the day. Results list, yes, I've changed the name of it. And this is after reading a fabulous book by Rachel Hollis. And she talks about if we have a to-do list, we can often not be very efficient with our time. So if you write on your to-do list, oh, I don't know, I'm going to write some reports today, you might write a couple of reports and then you might read a magazine or you might go out. And actually, you've not been very good at using your time in a, in a specific way. Whereas if we call our to-do list a results list, when you're writing what you want to achieve that day, you can be very specific. So you might write on there, I will write five reports. Therefore, you've got something measurable to check your time back against. And so that's what I've started doing. So on my daily list, my daily results list, I've got my three things that I want to achieve that day. And so when I've got those three things done that are linked into my monthly goals, my quarterly goals and my yearly goals, when I've got those things done, I can think now I can make Play-Doh because I've achieved what I need to do today. And now I've got time left, I can do the things that I want to do. I can meet a friend for a coffee. I can make that Play-Doh that I've wanted to make for a little while. I can go out for a walk, but I'm making sure that I've got the things done that I need to do. Those top actions that are going to move me forward. So that's one way that I try and make sure I'm really efficient with my time. Because believe me, it's so easy to daydream and pick up your phone and look at Facebook or check your emails when really you should be doing a different task. Um, so I hope that helps. I hope that makes you think about how you might plan your time differently. Um, something else that I do, um, mainly because this used to really bug me. So on a Saturday morning, Matt would always say to me, um, right, let's get the cleaning done and then we can enjoy our weekend. And we didn't have a very big house at the time when he said this. Um, but somehow we always made our cleaning and all our housey jobs take half a day up on a Saturday. Which when we thought back about it, it was ridiculous. Now we couldn't afford to have a cleaner. Um, you know, that would be such a luxury at the time. Um, so we thought, right, instead of letting our, our daily sorry, our weekly cleaning jobs take up half a day of a weekend, let's set a timer on our phone of one hour. And when the timer stops, we stop cleaning and we stop sorting out the house and then we live for our weekend. And it really amazed me how many things we could get done in that hour. I was so speedy with the actions that I took. I was so focused. And I guess it's that same mindset of being at home on a Saturday morning, you're in your pyjamas, you're eating your crumpets, and then all of a sudden you get a phone call from your friend or a relative and they say, right, we're just in the area and we're thinking of popping in in half an hour. You have that panic. 
you're like, oh my goodness, I really need to hoover. I need to do the washing up. I need to put the washing away. And you get your jobs done, don't you? You surprise yourself with how much you get done in that half an hour. So the same goes for setting an alarm or a timer on your phone and saying, right, we're giving ourselves one hour to get that job done. You really will amaze yourself because within that hour, you're going to be focused. You're not going to think, right, I'm just going to check my phone. I'm going to see what so-and-so is doing on Facebook. You're going to work like mad to get your job done. So yeah, that's, that's another little hint and tip for you. And it really does work for me. So I thought you might find it useful for yourself. Okay, well, that brings me to the end of this week's podcast on being efficient with your time. If you've got any hints or tips that you would like to share as well, do send me a direct message and I'll do my best to get back to you. And if you found this podcast useful, then why not share it with a friend? Or do a screenshot of it and tag me into it so I can see you're watching it and you're enjoying it. Okay, well have a lovely day and I will talk to you again soon. Bye.